you might have just said something and didn't even know. Like, it's recording. And he might yeah. hear it. <laughs> Go for it. No, but I'm saying, like, that would be crazy if you were saying something. You, you could didn't. say something that fast. Well, that's like people talking in tongues and don't know what they're saying, but they're saying something, but they don't necessarily know. Most of the time, they're not saying <laughs> I'm just going to throw that on out there. <laughs> and we're recording. <laughs> For real. I don't think they'd be saying anything at all. Mm. It, I, they I'm heard not it somewhere saying, before. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that I think a lot of people really don't know what that means just personally i don't know like and it's a gift it's a gift that i don't think i have i've never spoken in tongues and like i've i've never like faked it i've never like as you shouldn't right you know what i'm saying (laughs) but there's nothing in me that says that i don't have a close walk with god and that would because you know how some people are they're like oh you don't speak in tongues you, you know haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit then. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I used to be like, well, something. And then God was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't get caught up in the hype. It's real. Like, our relationship is mm-hmm. real. And you don't have to speak in. Like, I, I think I speak in tongues because I can speak nerd and thug. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm multilingual. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Like, like, like for me to, I literally, I just had a conversation with a nerd yesterday, and by the end of me just explaining one, just explaining a little bit about my, my my take on like how to begin to interpret the Bible and how to start to navigate. Uh, certain waters when it comes to Christianity just just like in a five minute conversation at the end of it she was like that's fascinating <laughs> because I can speak nerd I, of course like when she when she came out and she had on a shirt with low with the low key sign on it you know what I'm saying like like Loki from from Marvel mm. and I was like oh you you're a nerd <laughs> you're a nerd what you know about some Loki and then she out nerded me by telling me the guy's name who played Loki in the movie and I was like you got me. You got me. I don't. I don't know characters. Like, I don't know the original people like that. For real. For real. But yeah, what was the question that you asked me? Did I ask a question? Or did you ask? I think you asked me something, and I was like, "We should start recording." No, we just started talking. He was like, "It's about to go somewhere." It's about to go down. Oh, she. Well, she. Well, the only question that she did ask was, um, "Was your fourteen-year-old um, self still in context with?" The specific words of conflict and oh yeah that's what it was well it's not me being 14 because that would just be on a whole different level it was like 2014 oh, okay. oh i took the same way i took the same yeah, way oh my <laughs> gosh i was like go ahead wow no i ain't i ain't that deep in the game i ain't that deep in the game for real for real it's all like um but even uh, so that's still a lot of time that just went by just you know to to have been still speaking on the same thing so I yeah. guess the question still stands mm-hmm. was it in the same context or did you understand it the same way I didn't understand it the same way it was in the same context so like the the truth of the principle was the same but the in the, but the depth at which I understand that principle is way way more in depth now than it was then like then it was really just conflict agreement but now it's really understanding that conflict is just one type of negativity and then you have all these different types and and how they play a part and things of that nature but at then when I when back in 2014 it was just like like people run from conflict don't do that 
because there's a reason that conflict is in your life and you should you should be asking God why why is it here versus running from it so that you can grow from it mature through it and then benefit from it being there then now it's a lot more in-depth it's a lot more intricate but it still has the same foundational meaning which is a lot like everything like when he first started talking to me about the elements or when he first started talking to me about the two realms or or any of that stuff like like when 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 he first introduced, it was like, here is a concept, conscious and atomic. And I was like, whoa. And then it was like, now we're going to take years. I'm, I'm going to show you that like, like it's way more in depth than you could possibly imagine. And it'll take the rest of your life for you to really, un, for you to unpack it at least a little bit. But you'll never know the fullness, totality of a thing mm-hmm. until the other side. So, but that's why I love it though, because none of none of the things that he's shown me have been the fullness of a thing. It's always been a a growth and a process and a learning. I love it. I love it. The different, just learning the different levels of things. That's always it's good for me to. Um, it's good to stay humble with that. That keeps me humble, knowing that it, uh, any amount of information that he shows me is always just a small sliver of what it really is that really helps that really helps just like um working at a job and then getting into a management position then you find out that you know what you used to just go in clock in do and then clock out and leave there's all kinds of other responsibilities inside of the company that you weren't necessarily privy to at a certain level right right so you'll have to get used to that you haven't experienced any of that. Have you got a key? Not yet. Gotcha. What's going on? <laughs> We're recording. I was like, oh, he put the whole business out there. <laughs> oh, man. You're good. Nobody's going to hear this for, you know, for a few weeks or something. Okay. You'll be well in your position. Can we restart? Can we restart? <laughs> you don't want anybody to know that you've, that you've been promoted? Where's our applause thing? Let's get that. Thank you. I don't. I don't have the headphones on. Thank you, crowd. I, I could press the wrong one and it'd be like. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, it didn't last. <laughs> Try that fifteen minutes. Russian roulette. Man, I have no idea. I don't even think they're on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to do it. Well, oh. I mean, we're, we're editing. Hey. <laughs> yeah. He just put some random stuff on. Uh-huh. 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 Come on. Watch out, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Ow. I got soul. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm afraid to press the third one now. <laughs> you got to now. I know. I mean, you started. Oh, Why wait? Ah, welcome to the the light show. <laughs> Well, go ahead. Go ahead and do that then. Well, welcome to... No, do it again. Come on, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah. Now, welcome to the light show. I'm here, Mr. Morandum. I have... Mike Eternal. Okay. <laughs> oh, golly. Lackluster. Lackluster. <laughs> what did you say we you were going to say? We call it like mid-laugh. Something different. Kitty cat. She said she was going to say kitty cat. I was was called kitty cat. And so I just assumed that because everybody else was name dropping their little stage name, I was like, does that mean that that's my designated one now? It could be. Or cat woman. It could be anything. (laughs) Like the the world is your oyster. You know what I'm saying? Anything. Whatever whatever nickname you want to give yourself. We'll go with. That's not. That goes. 
that breaks all the rules of nicknames. You can't appoint yourself a name. Like really? people have to name you. Is that a thing for real? Uh, That's what they say. That's what sticks is whatever other people call you anyway. <laughs> I named myself Mike. Yeah. But when did I name myself Mike Eternal? Oh my gosh. Twenty years ago? Okay. So it's been a it's been around for a while. I think yeah. Yeah, definitely after I graduated. People think your name is Mike. People think my Michael. name is Mike for yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> and people came, call me Michael. When, when I first came to the church and, and Pastor was like Mike, I was like, and Mike. then like he's looking at you, I'm like, who's that? <laughs> it clicked eventually. It was Mike Eternal, but I was like, why is he calling him Mikey Mike? Another kind right. of Mike. <clears throat> people, people are calling me Michael. People are calling me Mikey Turner. Oh. <laughs> Mike Turner, <laughs> like the nephew of yes. Ike Turner. I have no idea what's going on. Like I'll get, I he got just answers to everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. No, I don't answer to everything. Let me put, let me make sure that that's thrown in the bucket. You know what I'm saying? I don't answer to everything. That's a fact. But I do answer. I mean, especially if you know, if if I could tell your intentions are you don't mean me any harm or whatever. You know what I'm saying? If you're calling me Michael. Just I'll don't do like, it again. I'll be like, I'll be like yes, ma'am. Because most of the time, they're like 70 and above. They're like, Michael, I love that song where you're talking about walk it like you talk it. I'll be like, that was like eight and a half years ago. But yes, ma'am, thank you. I've put out new music since then, but it doesn't matter. That's your jam, and that's what counts. Is there a point, is there a point to, to, to separating, separating not, not answering to things that aren't? identified to you um it's really the intention i think this is the intention behind the word that they choose to use uh versus um because like in certain cultures that can be like form of disrespect right but again that's what i'm saying like like in this culture this it this word might be okay like a term of endearment but in this culture it might be a uh term of disrespect Right. So it just depends on the intention behind the word and not necessarily the word itself. That's just like anything like like the N word. Right. Like any profane, any any word that is considered profane is profane in our culture. You know what I'm saying? But especially like like Christians, Christians will get all upset over hearing profanity, quote unquote profanity like it says in the Bible not to say these words, but none of these words existed when the Bible was written, right? But it's just socially unacceptable to do so. So we don't do that, you know, so that we're not offending people in a social setting, right? What were you saying one time? You were talking about how, like, people, so instead of, they try to replace words. So, like, instead of using, like, profanity, they're like, gosh, darn it. Right. But it's like, but you're saying it's like, but you're still, the intent behind the it is the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, doesn't matter really what you're saying. It's that same agitation and like, whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter because you're, if it's a hard issue and you're like, I'm going to take it out, but I'm just going to do it in a polite way. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Then you're being, that, that means that you're trying to be socially polite, but in the context intentionally or even spiritually you still have those same issues Mm. that's borderline hypocritical right Right. because then if somebody uses the f-bomb or uses the s-bomb then you're ready to crucify especially if they are professed a a professed christian you're ready to crucify them yeah the kurt franklin situation 
<laughs> yes. Right. But then, like, they'll cuss somebody out without using the same mm-hmm. words, but with all the same intention. Right. Your, your words are intending to hurt. Your words are intending to scorn. Your words are intending to curse. You just don't use cuss words and you think it's okay. I'm just stating my mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's is it, hip, hip, hypocrisy runs deep in so many different levels. Mm. And that's it's it's very difficult to distinguish unless you have unless you know really like the the land, the line that's drawn in the sand, right? Cuz like you can you can that line can be blurred unless you have definitive understanding of what is and what's not, right? Hard living, hard living. Well, there you have it. There you have it, folks. <laughs> Welcome to the company. Yeah. Welcome to the company. What does that mean? What do you think that means? The brand. The brand. I wanted to talk about that too. The what? word, the brand, what that means, and and how it and how it's said often in the Bible. We've been marked. Mm-hmm. But nobody ever talks about the brand, right? What's the brand of God? His name, right? What is his name? We don't know, but it's his brand. The brand. The company. The company. Right? So the brand is his name. What is the company? The kingdom. The kingdom. So we're all a part. We're all employed by the company, right? Have you ever thought about it like that? I like that. I think of it's different, right? (laughs) It's different, and but I think that like um, I like the way that that's phrased because that gives a level, a certain level of obligation once you're in, right? Because like the kingdom, and just saying the kingdom in our in our uh, in present day is kind of vague. So like I'm a part of the kingdom, but like if you say you're a part of a company. That means you have a specific role, you have obligations, you have responsibilities. And in the kingdom, you have a specific role, you have obligations, you have responsibilities. And so that there are a lot of people now that are that will profess to that Jesus is the Lord of their life and things of that nature. But then they have like they don't carry any weight of responsibility. They're not looking for responsibility. They're not looking for any obligations. They just they're like. Hey, I'm here because I don't want to go to hell, right? Let's just be like, okay, well, what are you supposed to be doing now that you're here? Mm-hmm. And I think that that, that uh, I think people have a lot of issues with that, or would they have even done it if they known that they would have responsibilities once mm-hmm. they're a part of it, right? Or were you just looking for a a rule, a get out of jail card? Well, right? just like we said earlier in earlier. Um, earlier um pods where to where is like what did you come to church for right a lot of people just want something from it versus giving something to it right that's just what it is like i seen um a, a skit done on instagram where a guy was uh trying to stay out of jail and they was like in order to stay out of jail you have to have a job and so he's not there to be a benefit he's not there to solve a problem he's simply there so he that he can stay out of jail, mm-hmm. right? So like you're going to church not to benefit anyone else, not to solve a problem or resolve a uh, a conflict or anything. You're this there because like, hey, I don't want to go to hell. So mm-hmm. this is how I heard I can do that. 
Or I'm in this time and moment in my life to where conflict and and problems are arriving. So therefore, let me lean on something that 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 somewhat portrays a better life. Right. Until I get out of my situation, I'll be here. Right. And does that even work? Like, I don't think that works most of the time. Like, because then when people come for that reason, then it's like they they never really get out of that situation. And then they kind of just bail like, well, I tried church and church didn't help me. Or they blame God or they get mad at other people. Right. Or they get to a certain comfort, a comfort spot to where it's like, okay, everything's seemed to be working out all right. Now let me, all right, <laughs> now, now yeah. I'm good. I'm good now. Right. Like, until that conflict comes back. Right. Then it's like, it didn't work. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? It didn't work uh, or it didn't last or you forgot when you had got out of it, what got you out of it. You kind of took it on yourself. Like I did this work. Right. You know, I, you know, I confessed my sins or whatever the case may be. Went through the rhetoric and right. I got myself out versus, you know, what you was actually submitting yourself to. Just like we were saying, like even, even the devil or even a sinner knows certain principles. Right. Or can take, take on those certain principles in which to have a level of success. Right. So they did that. Exactly. And then took it upon themselves to say that I did that. Right. You know, God help me. I'm, he's a, he's an honorable mention. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. He's an honorable mention, you know, and they think that that's giving him the glory by saying, you know, God did this, but really, they really take it upon themselves to say, you know, I did this. Yeah. The things that I did is the only, only, that's the only reason God did it. Right. Because I did this. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, and that goes, I think that plays into like understanding that like, like God, God is the God of cause and effect. He's just not the God of of miracles so then like if something miraculous happens then they're like oh that was definitely god right but if god gave you the idea to reach out to someone that caused you to get the job that you needed to pay the bill to keep your car then i did that yeah because they because that that saying that goes around which is like um faith without works is dead so therefore they take a lot of credit in their works right so therefore, that's that's what acclimated, you know, what actually happened. It was a, it was a, but that's 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 kind of a a, a, a double edged sword because, like, you know, I feel like God wants you to be a part of His process. He does. So like, it's hard not to to separate the two. I think with what you're saying too, because it's like people people a lot of times think that like what God does is predicated on what they do. Like like oh okay, well like God's you know I did this, so then God blessed me for this or whatever. But like you doing that, like God is the originator, so he like he intended for a thing for you to do, and then that's why that's why it works like that. So like when people are like oh yeah because like you said like because I did this, then God did this for me or God did this, but it's really like you're looking at it backwards. <laughs> like right. yeah you did that, but like he showed you or he urged you or he he wanted you or to or whatever right yeah it's all about the intention of it because a lot of people like you said because god rewards mm-hmm. also so like so if if you're not doing a thing then i mean you can be you can be going the opposite way of where he doesn't reward right so like that in itself you know it's hard to not be like if i'm not doing or if i am doing right. this is why my life is going x this way or that way right but if god looks at the heart and so it's like it doesn't matter what you're doing like because if you're doing something outwardly you might be going through the motions you might be doing the you know quote-unquote right thing but like if whatever like you're saying intention if whatever your reasons are that you're doing it that's what god sees anyway so it doesn't matter you know even if you're looking at like well i did this lord i did this but like why were you doing it (laughs) like what were you trying to get out of it see and that's 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 what causes a a friction because that line is so 
within mm-hmm. because of the things that he's already set into motion when it comes to the atomic realm or the earthly realm, right? If you sow, you reap and things of that nature. If you work with your hands, you get compensated. A lot of the things that people think would they they're even blaming God for stuff that God really didn't do. Mm-hmm. Right. So like they'll they'll do something and bec- and cause an effect. You you did this cause, which 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 in turn made this effect take place. And you're like, God did that. But it might not have been God. It's just simply for the fact that you initiated a cause which which made an effect take place. And God may not have. Right. So but that's why it's so difficult to really grab a hold of what he's doing versus what you're doing. That line can be that line can be altered if you really don't understand how he moves. So that's why I was like, okay, yeah, the definitive like giving a definitive understanding of like what he does. Okay, so there's this thing called the daisy chain effect, right? So um, when because we are in covenant and we're a part of a large organization, which is the company or the corporation or the body of Christ, right? There is a linking between us and other individuals inside of the body that would cause us to move forward. But people are so used to being on the world system where you got to do for self. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And that actually negates or um, nullifies the daisy chain effect, right? But the daisy chain effect is really how God how God operates inside of his system, right? So what the daisy chain effect means is like um, the apostle Tommy Twitty puts it uh, like this. He says, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you, right? Or basically it's like uh, when you're focused on your, cause your assignments, all of your assignments are to assist someone else to accomplish a certain goal. Right. And then the goals and the desires that God put within you, then others will come to assist you in order to fulfill those desires. So you're, so God will give you a vision for you to write a blueprint of what he put inside you, but not to actually work it. Mm. The world system says, you see a vision, write it, make it happen. God says, you see a vision, write it, and I will cause it to happen as you're focused on, as you're concentrating on completing the assignment that you are assigned to someone else. That's the daisy chain. So like I'm assigned to someone else, someone else is assigned to me, someone else is assigned to them. And we're all working on someone else's vision. And then the whole body moves forward. If you could do it all yourself, you wouldn't need God or anybody else. Mm. And that's the world system. And that's why it's broken, because then you get so far and you realize now I'm by myself. But the body all moves together as one. That's what makes it different. I guess the... uh, the uh you had said you. I think I was just uh, ear ear hustling, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we was Come talking about closer. but we was talking about how uh, or you was talking about how missing your exit, right? So like, <clears throat> there's a fear in that to where you could be concentrating so much on someone else's thing to where mm-hmm. you may have missed your exit to then you know shift or miss the shift in for things for you for for your positioning, right? Because you're so focused on doing for others. Right. See, it's it's not just a blatantly doing for others. You have an assignment. Now, now, as um, when you're in your journey, as you're walking, that you that God might have you bless someone or speak into someone, sow into someone or whatever the case may be. But that's not an assignment. You know what I'm saying? Like you're assigned to either one 
or a few individuals, if those people are inside the body of Christ, that your gifts will actually operate for. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. See, and then another issue with that is that you're thinking that that would be your exit because of your plan that you created in your mind. I don't want, I don't want to be 35 still trying. I don't want to be 40. I don't want to be 50 still trying to make this happen or whatever the case may be. You'll, you ain't supposed to make it happen. And if you, if you were, if you learn to daisy chain properly, you wouldn't, you, there's no trying in that because a part of you. Okay. So inside of the bot, inside of the corporation, you have a certain set of, um, I call it uh, your employee package, right? Are things that you get as soon as, as soon as you're employed. Once you're employed, you have to be trained on how to use them. But as soon as you're employed or you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, then these things you're given so that you can learn how to be able to operate them properly um, for the sole purpose of fulfilling and promoting the will of God for the sole purpose of promoting and fulfilling the will of God. That's what you're, that's what it's for right now. How do you promote and how you fulfill is an individual thing, but the, the basis of it is promote and fulfill the will of God. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in that process, so there are certain things that you have like, okay, so you'll get grace, you'll get favor, you get mercy, you get righteousness and you get forgiveness, right? Those are the things that are inside your employee package. So as soon as you get them, now you have to learn how to operate them, right? So, uh, have we, have we ever discussed what grace is? Any of those? They dibbled and dabbled. Okay. So, um, let's run through the list. Okay. So grace, you got your notebook? I don't know if I have the right one. <laughs> so grace is the, um, God given ability and power in order to complete assignments. For the for the sole purpose of promoting and fulfilling his will, why you are assigned to something is so that you can promote and fulfill the will. Right. So like the whole the it's like that's like the company um, motto or what's it called? The mission statement. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like the kingdom promoting and fulfilling the will of God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's on the side of the truck. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're here for. We're, to, we're here to promote and fulfill the will of God, right? So all, everything that you get is designed to assist you in doing that, right? So you get grace, which is divine power endued upon you in order to fulfill the, in order to complete assignments for the purpose of promoting and fulfill the will of God. But what does grace look like? What is that? Grace looks like in I'm glad that you asked. Thank you. Grace looks like charisma. That's what charisma is, right? So grace is power endued unto you in order to be in order to do that. Now, everybody is charismatic in in different ways, right? Because we have different assignments. We're different individuals with different identities mm -hmm. and our honesty looks different, right? So we look different when we're honest with ourselves and who we are. I'm a huge nerd. So like, like if I'm anything other than that right there, then I'm not being honest with myself. But in the midst of me being honest with myself, then that is where charisma 
happens, right? So me having ties to the streets and doing different things and living my life, you have to portray a certain image in order to to practically stay safe. Now there's now trust there like it was never an image to the point where I wouldn't wasn't able to back up what I do or what I portrayed. It was real in my mind, but I wasn't being honest with myself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like even in in the honesty because you kind of like you kind of touched on that you have different truths quote unquote to yourself, which was if I'm in the street, I have this mystique when I'm, mm-hmm. when I'm you know when I'm in at the computer I have this mystique <laughs> when I'm in the church I have this mystique right and and people have that as well so like how how do you how do you how do you portray what's really true versus the layers that you have on you right so that it well, that has been a long a long process for me to really to start to go back to where I lost it was it the point where me fighting in high school or me fighting in junior high or me being out in the streets after dropping out of college or you know I'm saying me skipping school and smoking weed you know I'm saying like uh, did I lose my uh, did I lose myself or my identity or understanding of who I am throughout any of that process, right? Or did I never knew and I was just searching for it? And then when I then as I'm getting older, I realize that was never me. That was something that I portrayed in order to or fit to in. do this or to do that right or to, or to fit in or to be able to stay safe or to be able to to get what I wanted or, you know what I'm saying? Or any of these things like, okay, well, if that's not me, then who am I? Because even on the opposite spectrum, you know, you'll have pastors' kids where all they knew was quote unquote religion or this, this corporate, this corporate, uh, code of conduct. Right. And then they get older and they're like, they're the wildest. (laughs) Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess, and then, then like you know, it's, it's always said like nothing happens for no reason, right? I mean, but because yeah, like a lot of people, a lot of people have to go through a lot in order to realize that that ain't it, right? Or hey, I know that life, so I don't want you to go through that life. Well. I need to experience, I need to know that that's not what I want. And they have that kind of attitude about it. And so it's like, okay, well, I want to go out here and I want to make sure that drugs ain't the life. <laughs> or like like drinking every night is not who I want to be. You know so, does, so, so does grace take a part in that 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 uh that process? Because God knows that about you to a certain extent, I guess. Right? What do you mean by grace? Grace as in a covering. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like you had said earlier in, in one of the, the things, it was like, God knew I was going to mess up. Right. <laughs> so he, he set aside. So <laughs> Let me slide you this insurance plan. He slide you this insurance plan. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I was saved when I was seven. I was saved when I was seven. And so that insurance plan is not necessarily grace because grace is empowerment in, or divine empowerment in to order fulfill to something. fulfill an assignment. Right. But what you're talking about is mercy, which mercy. people always get confused and they'll call mercy grace real quick. Mercy. But mercy is when God has a specific plan, which he always does. He had that is the will. When we do something adverse to his plan, then he will initiate another process that will re- either quickly or or in time wrap around and nullify what we initiated. Mm-hmm. That's mercy. Right. So like I'm driving down the road doing the absolute most 
I'm eating and playing the radio and talking on the phone and driving at the same time. Mercy will say it ain't time for you to go yet. So like the person that I was supposed to wreck with that was supposed that I was going to run the light. That the natural causes would have happened. Exactly. Then like he forgot his cell phone and had to turn around and go back home. And so when I ran that light, it was supposed to be the death of me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But because my guy lost his, forgot his cell phone, he wasn't at the point of contact. That's mercy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you get that. You know what I'm saying? You, that's that's available to you in your in your package. Right. Right? So that's grace and mercy, right? But then you also have favor, which favor is is spiritual and natural divine assistance to assist you with the fulfillment of your assignments for fulfilling and purpose fulfilling and um I forgot it. I was I said it so many times. <laughs> um, the will of God, fulfillment and promoting, promoting and fulfilling the will of God. Right. So it's that section where it's like, OK, like I'm, God has graced me to do these things with my hands or with my mouth or with my thoughts. But then it seems as if like, you know, quote unquote, the universe, you know what I'm saying? But just like like people are coming to assist me with this, like people are helping me do this or I'm just like woke up in the middle of the night and I'm just like. Boom, this crazy idea that I just wrote down real quick and that just like spiritual and natural assistance to assist you with completing your assignment. That is favor. That's the favor of God. You know what I'm saying? That might come in monetary form. That might come in somebody, somebody coming to you and being like, listen, I don't want no money, but I see what you're doing and I'm, I'm here. Let's work like that could come in all kinds of different ways. Favor is all around if you are able to access it by staying focused on what you're supposed to be doing. So we got we got grace, mercy, favor. What else is in that package? Righteousness. Righteousness. What's that? Righteousness is the credit system that God established in order for us to access heaven, unlocking and locking things so that it can go through time, through location, through distance. It doesn't matter. That goes far beyond what you're even doing now in order to assist you in the completion of assignments for the purpose of promoting and fulfill the will. What's that? Prayer? What, what is that? It's through prayer, right? So, like, when you're praying, like, like intercession mm-hmm. is a part of righteousness, right? So then when you're trying to do things on your own, that's when you become, what? Self-righteous. But you're trying to get something done on your own credit. See what I'm saying? As opposed to because you're in the company, you have a company card where you can access through prayer anything that you need you can pray to the father and that those things take place and you can you can initiate series of cause and effects that happen either immediately or through time in order to bring about the will of god for the sole purpose of the promoting and fulfill the will and completing of assignments that makes sense what is prayer because i always thought prayer was like um to come in agreement with with the will or to um like I said, go before like like you may have a, a burden may come upon upon you, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's your responsibility in which to come in agreement with God and which to work that burden out. Right. right. So prayer is inside of that now that now that's agreement. Um but you can pray and tell God that you're in agreement, right? But like prayer 
has different reasonings and things of that nature, like like how we interact and what we're saying to God and things of that nature. That that um, has a wide variety of things, right? So like like when we talk about prayer um, before we read, we're asking God, we're requiring of God, we're requesting of God to give us wisdom, give us understanding, open our minds up, things of that nature. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Versus like intercession when we're requesting that that His will be done. Right. But those two things can work hand in hand when, when, when we're talking about agreement is because like you can't pray adverse the will and expect God to be like, OK, you know what I'm saying? So like working on the fundamentals, learning about understanding how to be more focused on God so your awareness can grow. So then once your awareness can grow, the Holy Spirit can start to show you what is the will. Then you can come into agreement. And then when you see things that when you become aware of things that are outside the will, but you know what the will is because the Holy Spirit is guiding you and the Holy Spirit can pray through you for the will, for a situation. Mm. And that's what righteousness is, right? And so like we're accredited the fact that we can we can enter into his presence via prayer and and even request that because if we're all filthy rags, that's not even that ain't happening. So how do you how do you that's a big thing for me as far as prayer goes. It's like to not pray a mist. You know, cuz a lot of people when when or you know pray without ceasing. Like what what is that? Cuz like Praying does without something come over you, does something come over you to where like now you're praying un- <clears throat> unconsciously? Now, praying without ceasing, it, it is an unconscious thing, but praying without ceasing is a different type when it comes to prayer. Praying, prayer without ceasing is talking more about just like that's a part of, of learning how to focus through meditation and making sure like like a, staying in alignment with God versus prayer when it comes to like... Um, like acceptance or acknowledgement or agreement or um, intercession. You know what I'm saying? Like those things are specific, but there's a difference between when you're just praying without ceasing. So like, like you're focused on God so that connection can remain intact. Right. But then while that connection is intact, you might be like, Lord, I need you for this. But even after you say that you don't stop quote unquote praying because that connection is always there. That makes sense. So prayer is multi-layered because there's multi different there's multiple different ways in order to utilize prayer. See what I'm saying? But like righteousness, that goes hand in hand. Why? Because we just can't go there, right? So like uh, uh, one thing that I love when the Apostle Tommy Twitty says uh, when he was like, when you go to the king, you just can't be like, hey, king, how you doing today? You know what I'm saying? I just want to tell you I thank you. You know what I'm saying? I love you. You know what I'm saying? No, like like you, you, like you come with a specific request of things of that nature. You see what I'm saying? So like when you're praying, you're praying with intention, but praying without ceasing is maintaining that connection so that whenever you do need to pray, that connection is already established. That makes sense, right? That's almost like having a. It's like having a friend that, that you know, have a friend that you talk to on a regular yeah. versus only when you need them, right? Or I'll give you an example, right? So like, like Wi-Fi, your phone is connected to Wi-Fi, but you're not always using it, right? That connection, that's prayer without ceasing. You're always connected, but if you need to access it, it's available. Right. And sometimes it, it activates without you knowing. Like you may be in the dead zone, and it, and it, it switches from Wi-Fi to data. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, I, that almost got me happy. Oh, <laughs> 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 what? Yes. Ooh. Mm. 
<laughs> they just took. Let me come back because I'll, I'll go and preach on that thing. Hold on, uh, talking about the dead zone. Uh, uh, Lord, I need that data, that data connection. Hold on, let me stop. Let me stop. That's good though. That's, That's a good. shirt. <laughs> right. I need that data connection. I need that data connection. Facts. That's a phone case. That's a phone case. Phone. Phone case. Another business. Another merch. <laughs> More merch. But yeah, so that makes sense with righteousness. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, back to the back to the company thing. So like, um, is there like a? I think people fall under under the under the uh, the fear or the resistance of not wanting to submit. So like, you have like. That's why people can't hold down jobs. That's a fact. That's a fact. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's a fact. But um. But like, cause now I feel like we're coming into an age to where like we're having to um, relearn or uh, refocus on what the purpose of religion is. Cause a lot of people are just become religious or, or become church, right? Versus actually being um, useful or used for real. Um, but a lot of that has to, has to do with the submit submitting to our religion or or you know what I'm saying a culture of religion. Or we only do this. You know, we don't cuss. You know, what I'm saying, or we don't. Um, I don't. Know, I don't know. Religion comes with a lot of rules to a certain extent. Right. So, like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, what? So that. So. So really, like, define. Because, like, when you think about a company, when I think about a company, even in the natural realm, it's like, all right. Well, if I work at BMW, right. You know, BMW has a certain culture. It has a certain code of conduct. Right. You know, what I'm saying it has its own dress code. Dress code. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying like. Or even like uh, uh, speaking of current events, like with Paul Pierce with ESPN, oh whatever he, whatever he worked for, you know he got fired because you know what I'm saying he pretty much in the public portrayed something else, so that they had all the all the right in which to fire him from that mm. when he was just really on his quote unquote on his own time, right? You know what I'm saying, but it really wasn't his own time because he's still a representative of the company, right? So like people people have a problem with. Or don't necessarily want to conform because now, because now, now things is like, well, I make my own rules. I live to my own standard. You know right. what I'm saying? I, you know, I have my own company. You know what I'm saying? To where I don't no longer have to conform to something. Right. Even like in like now, I feel I see like in entertainers. You know, what I'm saying it's like, well, we don't no longer have to you know buy buy you know quote unquote white supremacy to a certain extent or abc nbc cbs yeah, you know saying this quote unquote what mainstream is right you know all this oh we gotta we gotta conform to what what these investors want us to be doing right now we make our own our own you know thing to where now we can move as we want create content as as we want right which in a sense that kind of sounds right you know saying to a certain extent right um so like how do you find that line especially when it comes to the to church, you know, what I'm saying when it comes to to religion, like because that's a, that's the same you know same principle happening now. It's like I don't want to conform to this 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 old way of doing things. You right. know, what I'm saying that limit me or, or or you know stifled me from being an quote unquote individual. Right. You know, I can. You know, you got people now. It's like, well, you know, I have a gift. I want to be a tarot reader. You know what I'm saying? Or I want right. to be uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm 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 the streets pastor. You know I don't need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like you got you got these people wanting to fulfill what they feel like was placed upon them to do in the capacity of who they were or who they are to reach 
who they you know who they supposed to reach right. but it's not under this this umbrella of you got to do it this way you know saying right. you got to be up under a pastor or you know you know saying got to be a deacon first or whatever it is you know so like how do you what is the company and, and what is right when it comes to that see that's the thing though um when it comes we don't the company is not necessarily focused on right and wrong it's focused on will and not the will and there's a massive difference because like the principles that the principles guide you and so when it um when it comes to any of those things and i i feel you and and the issue with that is is because like when it comes to church folk um we are quick to judge other people's actions and try to shame them or get them fired from the company <laughs> you know what i'm saying right. um for for their actions and it was never about that from the beginning right that's why when jesus came he didn't go to the people that thought that they had an understanding of religion he went to people like he went to the poor he went to the cast out. You know what I'm saying? He went to the downtrodden. He went to the sick. Um, because in the grand scheme of things, when we're talking about um, being employed by the kingdom and salvation, then we're we're not talking about anything that you do per se. Even though the doing comes later, it doesn't start with the doing, right? Because we're not bodies first. We're spirit man and we're thought first. And so, like, understanding what repentance is, repentance is the changing of the mind, understanding how to shift the mentality, because when you shift the mentality, then you shift the perception. When you shift the perception, then you shift the reaction to the situations that you perceive. When you, the series, the new series of reactions will give you a completely different lifestyle. So people are trying to change the lifestyle without changing the mentality. And that's not, that's, that's not the way, that's not the case at all. So what we do is we bring in and we teach them principles. And then whatever God sees fit to how to be able to change their reaction so that they have a different lifestyle, that's their walk between them and God. The Bible says, if you if you don't feel condemnation, I'm not going to condemn you. You know what I'm saying? Because like you may not even be there in your walk. God may not be even bringing that to your attention or whatever the case may be. He might have you on a completely different path. But let's work on these principles. Let's work on understanding what these things are so that we can be able to move on one accord when we move. And then all that extra stuff can be sorted out, you know, over time. That's the main thing. But I guess that, I don't know, I guess that's where the main divide comes in. Cause like, even like, even throughout the Bible to where, like where, where Jesus, you know, helped um, many people who was outside of quote unquote religion. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it like, I feel like the world now is, yeah, it's it, it's more attached to that than anything else, which is like, well, I was I'm I I'm qualified because I am an outcast, or I was an outcast of normal church rhetoric or or religion or or this code of conduct. So, mm-hmm. so like, why why conform to it now? They don't have to because that code of conduct is based off of actions, and it's never based off of actions. So both sides of the aisle. 
in which you're talking about really have it wrong in the first place. Because if the church is sitting here saying that you need to change your actions in order to be with us, they wrong. And then if the other side is saying we have our own set of actions, so we don't need your church, then they wrong, too, because it's never about actions to begin with. Like God, God, the Bible say God is a judge of the heart. He's a judge of the intention. He's a, he's he. Un, it's about it's about understanding how to be able to transform the mind into the mind of Christ. All that all the action talk is a byproduct of having the mind of Christ and perceiving as Christ perceives. Right. So we could be standing right beside each other. If, and if something is taking place, if we're in a situation, if we have two different mindsets, we are going to react two different ways. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So that tells me that it's not in the action. It's in the mindset. It's in the mentality. It's in the perception of the situation that that makes the difference. I think that makes all the difference because that's what the Bible says. Not in, not Mike. You know what I'm saying? But that's what the Bible says. The Bible is like, if you want to actually physically make make a change then you can't physically make a change you have to mentally and spiritually make a change and that change will and the change that you seek will come but you can't change your actions and think that you're going to stay the stay the same mentally and those actions are going to hold up you're eventually going to revert back to what you were doing prior that's part of being prepared to like that saying like the body can't go where the mind doesn't first go or whatever. Right, yeah. right. Or, or mind over matter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what it means, right? So, like, like if you're trying to lose weight, you just don't, like, you study that thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, people are always trying to lose weight. But, like, if you don't, if you don't really understand what needs to go in your body versus what doesn't need to go in your body, how much time you need to work out because you just can't spend every day, all day in the gym or how much time you need for rest you have to transform your mind you have to feel you have to feed your mind first with information about what needs to take place and then you can walk it out that's how that's how anything is but people people are so religion teaches the miraculous they don't teach the cause and effect cuz it's not popping it's not magical or mystical or that's what god does god said god didn't say boom i'm just going to make an apple he was like, no, I'm going to start with a seed. And over time, that seed is going to die and then a tree will be grown. And over time, that tree will produce fruit <laughs> like he creates systems of cause and effect. You know what I'm saying? But we don't teach that. We teach we teach. Hey, Jesus touched a man and he gained a sight. So I'm looking for a miraculous sign in order to get my life right. No. We're thinking, we're thinking that God doesn't still move because He does it differently. Like, oh, okay, well, in biblical times, like in these right. days, it looked like this. Why doesn't that happen anymore? You don't see oceans split apart and people walking through and right. things talking to people and whatever. Yeah, right. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. We getting there. We getting there. You know what I'm saying? But. In the meantime, in between time, that doesn't mean that just like you saying, God is not active. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he's incredibly active. Well, to like God, just how it's like, okay, once you think because because we are human and we are not God and we don't know everything like how he knows everything. Right. Um, it's like we think, oh, okay, well, 
once I figure this out, oh, okay, I see this now and I've got it all figured out. So it's always going to be like people get used to an idea or they get comfortable in how they think something works or like a formula or like a, you know, so they're like, okay, cool. So this is how God talks. This is how God moves. And then it's like, but in different times and different, uh, I guess, ages or whatever, because like back then, okay, if God did something a certain way, then it's like if people were relying on that or like how um, God would speak through the prophets and people, people were like relying on the prophet to be able to know what God was saying. So then it's like, if he, if we're all relying on, okay, well, we got it all figured out. This is how God works. This is how he does it. Then it's like, we can't stay in that place and think that like, he's not going to allow us to think that, that we know everything when we don't, because right. that would, that would be harmful to us. And it would be harmful to others to think that we, we have it all figured out. So it's right. like, he may do something a certain way in one time. And then like, okay, nowadays, yeah, it's different than it was 2000 years ago and the ways that he moved. But like you said, like, as soon as we start getting comfortable on that, he's going to show us a whole other thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Why is that? The reason that people get so conformed to that is because they are, they, they are so used to how the world works, mm-hmm. right? So when God created both realms, he created the heaven, which is the conscious realm, and the earth, which is the atomic realm. He made different operating systems. Inside of the operating system of the atomic realm, he put that in there. And so that that's what they are used to, but they never learn how to transition into the spirit realm mm-hmm. or the conscious realm to really understand who he is in totality of not just one, but both. Right. So like for from until the world ends, one plus one will always equal two in the atomic realm. That's just how it is. I was just talking to my daughter last night about that because she's on mixed fractions (laughs) and improper fractions. And I was like, I'm going to teach you the formula so that so that once you know the formula, then when the numbers change, you can still apply the formula and still get the correct answer. This is done in the atomic realm, but it cannot be done in the spirit or the conscious realm. It does not apply because we're dual creatures. Then we see it in the natural, but then we don't understand it in the spiritual. And so we try to, we try to apply natural principles Mm -hmm. or natural formulas and it doesn't work and we get frustrated. Right. Exactly. The whole reason why, why God created scripture is so that you can start to understand both realms and how the operating systems are different, but they're linked and they complement one another. So like it's necessary to understand formulaic equations, right? Because that keeps us safe. Don't touch the hot stove. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get taught that when you're one and that still applies when you're 90. You know what I'm saying? But there are some things that change over time. Some things remain the same over time. And that ain't nothing but some natural, good, old common sense. But then then like (laughs) to walk by faith. You know what I'm saying? Then, like, even with the with the story of, you know, basically getting to the burning furnace. Right. Like, because you've been taught not to touch fire, right. it would make me want to get into a furnace. Understanding that, one, okay, they didn't want to get in the furnace, but they weren't willing to disobey God if they were going to get thrown in the furnace otherwise. You know what I'm saying? They're like, like um, disobey God 
fall out with my God or get thrown in the furnace. They didn't, they didn't do it to get thrown in the furnace. They right. were trying to get thrown in the furnace. <laughs> yeah, but they knew. But they knew that would the consequences. The consequences that that's what would happen. Absolutely. So like, so I guess that's the fine line of you know of is the battle between your spirit, you know, your relationship with God versus what's going on here on earth. Right. So fear would say fire is hot. Right. In the natural, you'd say fire is hot. Fire bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me stay not just out of fire, but away from fire, right? Because they turned up seven times hotter, and the people that even threw them into the fire didn't get in the fire, but they still died because it was so hot. So not just don't get in fire, stay away from fire. That's what natural says. But supernatural, when it comes to divine intervention, is completely different. That's why, that's why Jesus was like, you think you as a Samaritan think that you know God and the Jews do too. But I'm telling you, unless you can understand how to be able to worship God in spirit and in truth, then you've missed the boat, right? Those who worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth, not just in the natural, not just in the sacrifice of a bull or a ram or a dove, not just in the outs, the external of the cup, but watch the inside of the cup as well. Understanding the, the balance, the duality of the natural and the spiritual. That's why in, in one scripture, he was like, y'all give a 10th of all these different kinds of grains and things that y'all grow, but you ignore poverty and you, you know what I'm saying? And you're, you're, you're full of hypocrisy and things of that nature. But he was like, you should really honor. You should work on loving. You should work on forgiveness and not forget your 10th he was like he was like yeah work on love work on forgiveness but don't forget what you need to do in the natural as well so like he was trying to balance but they refused to balance because they didn't understand how to worship him in spirit and in truth in the spirit which where god resides and in the truth of christ and what he was saying so it's the balance though it's not just one or the other if you get so spiritual, but you completely disregard what you need to do as a functioning citizen of of the society that you're in, then you've also missed the boat. Y'all are talking about fine lines. And when I was just thinking when you were as you were saying that, like, hey, work on forgiveness, work on loving. It's like in our day to day. OK, when we're interacting with people. OK, that's that's physical world we're talking about i mean right i mean of course people are more than just physical but like you're interacting right. with people you're having conversations or whatever and it's like you look at that you can look at that as like the natural world because you're like oh i'm going to work i'm having a conversation these are people this is daily stuff this is what everyone knows about right because you can see it you can interact with it and then like so to think that like how the okay so how the bible talks about the battle's not against flesh and blood so people look at it as like oh people you know we're against one another like you know enemies or whatever you know right. then to be like oh you need to you're interacting with these people so you're thinking that that's that's flesh and blood so you're like right. okay but the way that you're talking to them um even though that seems like a natural thing of like okay interaction and conversation it's like okay but how are you interacting with them how are, that can be that you know what i mean that's where that those two kind of intertwine because it's like right. okay talking lovingly being kind being patient being understanding um you know what i mean like so it's like those two like the spiritual and the natural kind of you know what i mean because if you're thinking of flesh and blood but like but looking at it as i don't know it's like you're applying that spiritual thing to the natural thing and how mm -hmm. you're interacting 
with them. Right. Yeah. So it's the same. Like both are happening at the mm-hmm. same time, and you and all of us should be aware of both. Right. Because if you're just interacting with them naturally, but not spiritually, then you could miss why you're there in the first place. Mm-hmm. But if you're so focused on trying to interact with them spiritually, then they like they don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's real though, because I've been there. I've been on both sides of that, and I guess it's trying to find that balance to where, like, you know, you may have, you may be in a, you may be heightened spiritually, right? To where you're like, you're aware of more than what they may be aware of, right? And a lot of times, sometimes I've catch myself to where you know I may be talking over their head, like, oh yeah. snap, this is going on, oh that's why that's going on, okay, oh okay, that's so they like I be so out here with it, right? <laughs> to where they like what. <laughs> <laughs> then I find myself being like, well, let me dumb myself down. Maybe maybe I'm too someplace else with it to where it's not it's not it's not hitting or I'm not I'm missing something. Right. You know, I'm I'm too far ahead of what's going on here right. to where it's not it, it doesn't apply to here cuz a lot of people want what's going on now. We'd be like, right. bro, I won't even talking about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and it's difficult too, especially especially for me. So I know exactly what you mean because like I'm so like, oh, that's the principle behind what you're going through and then I spit out the principle and they're like, that doesn't help me at all. And then right. I'll have to like, oh, okay. All right, well, let's 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 back it up a minute. So that I can assist you in walking to the point where you can understand the principle behind the thing. Right. And that's difficult, right? So, like, yeah, you're frustrated at this person. But the reason that you're frustrated, the 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 bottom line is it you prideful, right? But then, like... But, but they doing this. Right. But they doing that. Yeah. What you talking about? I'm prideful. Right. If yeah. I am prideful, it's because this happened. I'm only a reaction to what they talking about. Right. Okay. If they didn't so, do that, then I wouldn't be here. Right. So then we have to walk... We have to baby step through that process to get you... And, and it, it's almost like... Um, Oh, I can't remember it because I haven't gone. I haven't had to go through it with my kids yet. So like, I'm having to try to remember high school where it's like it's like, um, oh that doesn't work. Oh that doesn't work. Oh that doesn't work. Oh that doesn't work. Well, it has to be this because I've worked through all these. You know, you remember that? Oh, what is that called? Process of elimination. That's oh. it. Oh, high five, dude. <laughs> uh, and we're gonna keep that high five in there. I hope everybody heard that high five. It's real in the field in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Yes, process of elimination, and that's what you have to go through when people don't understand principle or they don't understand the spiritual. Then you have to kind of walk through them baby steps through process of elimination in the natural. And so then when we get through that point, we're like, okay, we'll try this. That didn't work. I knew it wasn't going to work, but <laughs> you didn't know it wasn't going to work. So I had we to have show to go, you how it, how we it have to go through this whole process. And really, God does God does that with us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so he he he's like, OK, you're saved. Let me give you this mercy plan so that you can work through the process of elimination to understand there ain't no God but me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me go ahead on out there. You're covered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to stop you. I tried to tell I tried to tell you, but I'm not going to stop you from going out there and and really like mixing it up with all the other idols until you realize that they ain't nothing but wood and plastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now when you come back, then then process of elimination, you know I'm the real God. That's how he does with us. And so like that's what we have to do, not trying to play God, but if we're assisting someone and we're speaking to them in the point to we're speaking to them about principles 
for we flesh where we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities, right? They're not understanding the principles though. So we're gonna have to take it to the flesh and blood. All right, so let's start here. Have you done this? No? All right, we'll try this. That didn't work. I knew it wasn't gonna work. We'll try this now. You know what I'm saying? Let's see if that works. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you might have to like in counseling, you might have to do that every now and then. So then when people come through and they're just like, None of that worked, okay, well let's try this. And they'll be like, Oh, I see it. Because their mind is still like, Well, why are you telling me this when I could be doing this over here? All right, well go and try that then. Mm-hmm. And let me know how that give me feedback after you fail. <laughs> like and then we can we then we can work on something real. It just takes that. It takes that for all of us. And it's still not wasted time because they wouldn't have known or understood that had they not gone through it. So don't look at because it is a process. Don't look at it like it's wasted time because you needed that. It was necessary in order to get you to where you really need to be. Correct. And so what does the Bible say? The Bible say, I was glad that I was afflicted Mm. for if I had not, I would not known the ways and statutes of God, his ways. I I was so I got afflicted because I was trying it my way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So and all of my ways. Oh, that didn't work. That hurt well let me try this over here oh that hurts too <laughs> well, I, I got i got some more stuff in my bag i'm gonna try before i submit and that's what it really boils down to submission what's hard though is because what makes it so difficult is because when we're submitting to something that is that's far outside of what we understand or know because his ways are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts so like we're saying i'm glad i was afflicted because if i had not i wouldn't have known his ways and god says my ways are not your ways mm-hmm. they are higher than your ways so like once you stop trying your ways you're going to have to try something that you've never known understood before in order to make it actually work and that's what's difficult Mm. that's fearful Mm. all right for sure living a life of always questioning that's that's hard but that's the good life right no you'd rather know right that's what people say right i'd rather know if you are questioning all the time but if God's answering you, but you got more questions, that's a good life to me. Because I don't want to, I wouldn't want to worship a God that I knew mm. what you were going to say every right. time. Then how is that even God? <laughs> how is that even God? That'd be me, right? Mm. But I wouldn't want to do that. Because he knows way more than me. Because he's experienced way more than me. And so he's giving me a little bit by little bit in order to continue to get me through the situations. Not overwhelming me, but just helping me to move. Just like a good father. Then it's like, like I can worship that. I can worship him. <laughs> right? That's definitely worth worship. Just me personally. I mean, because like, people always want answers. But why do they want answers? Why do you think they want answers? So they can go off doing do it on their own. Another high five, man. Boy, you are rocking today, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, for real. They want to operate on their own. What? Will. Will. Yeah, we'll take Will. Half a high five on that one. Half a high five. Fist bump. Boom. (laughs) Capacity. They want to operate on their own capacity, but not just be conductive. But living a life of conductivity means that you're willing to abandon anything that you know and live in the realm of I don't know. So that at any point in time, he'll let me know. But if I think I know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Right. And then he'll be, he'll sit back and be like, oh, well, you got it then. Go ahead. Thanks. Okay. Well, last one before we get out of here. Forgiveness. You get forgiveness in your employee package. And that is huge, 
huge, huge, and nobody, no, a lot of people don't talk about that because they're not willing to forgive, so they try to brush up, brush it up under the rug. They really more so try to forget or ignore, right, or separate and separate. separate. Like I won't, ha- I won't necessarily have to forgive you if I never see you again. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. or they they leave they leave the circumstance and you know, be like, well, you know, I'm no longer dealing with the circumstance. Right. So you know, I forgive you for what you did back then, but I left you in that back then. Back then, <laughs> right. So just buried it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just buried it. Right. But the thing is, though, how just not forgiveness, but any of these things, anything that you get in your employee package, you get those to give them, not to have them. That goes for grace, mercy, favor, righteousness and forgiveness. You get those to extend those to others in assignment for the sole purpose of promoting and fulfilling his will. If you're not doing those, you are in violation of the obligations and responsibilities of what you were in the company for to begin with. And you are, what's that called? I guess it's only hard. You could lose your job. (laughs) But it's only hard to forgive when like, you know, you may be submitting yourself to have to constantly do it so like <clears throat> you you would think like people would think like you will forgive you forgive and all of a sudden that situation you know may change but it may just not change you just have to keep forgiving it you just might have to keep forgiving and that's difficult but in the grand scheme of things like that's what he has to do with us one he has to keep forgiving us two like people are so they, they emotionalize it so hard that they forget that if you're not extending you still if when you stop extending, you stop receiving. And that's biblical, especially when, when it comes to forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? When you stop extending that, you stop receiving that. And so you could lose everything because you don't want to forgive because you're emotionally attached to a situation. You re- you willing to risk damnation for whatever, for being betrayed, for being hurt, backstabbers. You don't know about that. I just thought it was funny because you sang it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But for real though, any of those things, are they worth your soul? Forgive. Forgive. But it is so emotionalized. So like, how do you not run into the troubles of not being hardened by that? (laughs) Like, like when you having to constantly constantly do it or fake it because that's that's one thing you can't fake forgiveness you can fake you can the actions yeah the actions you can walk around acting like you forgive talking like you forgive talking like you forgive right so like so what is real forgiveness then forgiveness is the release of the debt of the um what is it called I'm bad with words today. I know why, though. Um, When um, violation, it's the release of the debt of the violation. It's not like you'll forget the violation. Like they don't owe you anything because of it. Correct. And that like what happens like you wronged me. You're going to give me at least an apology. Right. You know what I'm saying? you at least going to give me. Why? Because you owe me that because you wronged me. You violated. You know what I'm saying? You're shameful. You want them to keep paying it. Like, even though, it's right. like, okay, even if they do say they do, it's like, okay, I apologize. It's like you, you feel that you keep being owed that by them for one thing. Especially like, if it's, <laughs> if, it, if it pained you harshly, right. you know what I'm saying? Then, oh yeah, you owe me. You right. owe me. Holding <laughs> it, holding it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, for Exactly. That's what you're forgiving. You're forgiving that debt of what you believe they owe. It doesn't even matter if they realize that they violated you or if they accept the fact that they violated you or if they're sorry, if they repent or they're, and they're really sorry 
for the fact that they violated you. None of that. You still release that debt because that is the same debt that Jesus died for. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like like you don't you you if by not forgiving, you're saying hey, hey Jesus, let me let me get that debt back. Let me put that back on. So like what you died for, now nah, I'm I'm good. I'm just going to strap that back because on. he even even in the grand scheme of it it's like jesus still died for those who wouldn't receive that so it doesn't it's not your forgiveness isn't predicated on somebody else on what if they are sorry or not or right. if they change or not or if they want to be forgiven right because the fact of the matter is like when christ died he did that he paid it all he paid all that debt for those who wouldn't even receive that so right. that's why we have to keep giving it because he gave it even when we would like some of when us we wouldn't receive it right before we even knew mm -hmm. that we were in debt, mm -hmm. right? That needs to take place all the time, just like that. So, and it's difficult because God will use that in order to train us to be more mature. That's also painful, mm -hmm. right? So God allows this to happen so that we can have tough skin so that when we're going out there and promoting and fulfilling the will, somebody doesn't say, you believe in Christ, you're stupid. And now they're in debt to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, because you don't got no kind of thick skin, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to actual, you know what I'm saying? But when, that's, that's just somebody that you don't know. But when you've been deeply wronged by somebody that you love and you can recover from that, then now we talk about, now you can be used, mm -hmm. right? Sucks, but that's what it is. Right. Forgiveness is huge. You got no cars going on the road without it being crash tested a million times first. You know what I'm saying? And you're and that's done in house. So in your own house, you about to be crash tested mm. before you get released for mass production. <sighs> Goodness gracious. Anyway, so that's been our show. <laughs> it's probably a little longer than the rest of them. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment, which is where we house the light show. Also, TRT, Touch and Real Talk, and Word Church, South Carolina, under the guidance of the Apostle Tommy R. Twitty. This is the light show. It's your boy, Mike Eternal. Mr. More Random. Cats. <laughs> I a like little, that. A little more sassy luster, cat. not lackluster. <laughs> right. Sassy cat. <laughs> That's what's up. She I like that. Ghost for her cat. <laughs> That's what's up. And this is the light show. Y'all be blessed. Church.